Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So we want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it and then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. And it's a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show and podcast across America, around the globe. We are talking to people every week with the best and the brightest. Today, we're going to talk about how you got to get gutsy, how you can become a, a leader in an industry where many people might not expect you to be a leader and how you can be someone who continues to take flight and fly high. My special guest today is someone who has done that, is a leader in many areas and will help you get gutsy. Well, for those who know, I start the same way. I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds and it forced upon me. Can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must have to suffer if we lose it. Take account if we abuse it just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to have one more time with you to talk to you about how to grow your success, your thinking, your wealth, your future, your finances, and your faith. And so we're excited about this opportunity. You know, I take a moment with God's minute, which was 
written by Dr. Benjamin Mays, which uh, is a, a, a testament to his greatest student, Martin Luther King Jr., and how he encouraged young ML to dream big, to think big, and to be willing to step out on faith and continue to do better, be better, and make a bigger difference in the world. Also, I take a moment to thank God for life and strength and health. I thank God for letting me have this opportunity that I am still here. That's the big thing. I'm here and you are too. And we should give God glory for being here. And even if you don't believe like I believe, know that you are blessed by having another day. So don't take it for granted. Make the most of this day. I'm grateful for the radio, the podcast, the sponsors. I'm grateful for my speaking business. I'm grateful for my publishing business and all the other business. But most of all, I'm grateful for life and strength. And remember, every day you wake up is a blessing. And remember that God's gift to you is life. Your gift to God is what you do with your life. Do something extraordinary with your life. So I am grateful for another opportunity to share another extraordinary story with you. Now, I take a moment at the beginning of every show to talk about my faith, my focus, and then I want to think about my friends. My friends at Truist Financial, Truist Bank. Truist Bank is an incredible gift to all of us. They've been a sponsor for this show, and I want to thank them. And when you think about your money, how you feel and think about it can make a big difference in how you handle life. Well, Truist is committed to helping you think and feel and do better with your money. That's why they created Money and Mindset, a resource that is available on their website and on a podcast. So I want to encourage you to go and look for the Money and Mindset podcast to get financial literacy ideas about wealth building and how to better handle and manage your money. Again, truest.com, T-R-U-I-S-T.com. They give it to you free and you can go to truest.com or listen for the podcast. Well, my special guest today is someone who I am very proud of personally. About, I guess, 20 years ago, not quite 20 years ago, this young woman called me and said Les Brown had told her to reach out to me. And I, I listened to her and she was a combat fighter pilot, hair, helicopter fi combat fighter pilot, the first woman, Black woman in the history of the Marines to be a combat fighter pilot on a helicopter. And she had just retired from the Marines. And she said, I want to speak. I want to be a speaker. And I said, okay, let me help you do that. And I invited her. Here's what I, I'll always tell this story. The National Speakers Association Convention was coming up like a week later when she called me. It was within the ne next two weeks for sure. I said, you need to come to the Speakers Association Convention. And if you do, I will introduce you to people and I will make sure you get known. She said, oh, it's last minute. I got all of these things. She said, I'm coming. And she came and I introduced her. And that's the, that you know, over the years, I've given her a tip, a tip here and there, but I didn't need to because she is a woman on a mission. Well, she's gone on to become one of the top speakers in the world. She's one of the top speakers in the world and people around the world know her as Fly Girl. Let me tell you about Fly Girl. Fly Girl was born in Memphis, Tennessee. She was raised in Memphis where she went to Overton High School and she was a member of the Maddox Honor Society and the National Honor Society and the class vice president. 
1993, she was a student at Middle Tennessee State University, as she enlisted in the reserves in ROTC. She took off from college to become a Nashville police officer because she had a goal of being a motorcycle cop and, and, and as well as a horse police person who sits on the horse when she was a child. Well, she made that goal come true. She was the first African-American woman to serve as a police officer uh, on the motorcycle squad, and she was on the horse. And then she went on to Tempe, Arizona. She joined them as the first African-American female to serve as a police officer there. And then she went in the Marines. She wasn't, she wasn't through. She went in the Marines at Office Canada School. She was commissioned a second lieutenant, and then she was uh, given some wings where she could fly a helicopter. And then she went to San Diego, San Diego and learned how to fly the top battle-tested helicopter in the Marines. She did tours in Iraq and she became the first woman, first Black woman, particularly to become a combat fighter pilot. They now know her as Fly Girl, her Real name is Vernice Armour, and she's one of mine, and I'm proud of her, and I'm so glad to have her. Vernice, I've given them the thumbnail sketch of who you are and what you do and where you came from. Tell us a little more about this, this journey, okay? Tell us a little more. Man, you did a good recap. And yes, I speak, and I like to say I relive my experiences, right? I don't necessarily just tell the story, but I relive the experience. And when you were talking about Les Brown telling me to reach out to you, uh, I remember the first time we met, because uh, I had started following Les around on the website. You know how people website stock you, right? And you're going right, to be right. there. And I was in the audience and he recognized a couple of people. He had you stand up and then uh, he saw me, he had me stand up and uh, and please, Dr. Jolly, keep me on track because I will tell some stories in a hot second. OK, <laughs> I love story. Um, and I just remember afterwards because, you you know, Les had his table and people were throwing money across the table and products were flying. And I, my head was swirling like round and round. I was like, what? This is crazy. <laughs> and all of that product sold like hotcakes. And, and you, you guys walked out at the end and he introduced us and you lived in the DC area. And, uh, and I called you later after that. And I said, Dr. Jolly, can, can you mentor me? Can, can I follow you around? Can I work your table? Can you teach me how to do this thing? And and you took a pause because I'm sure, uh, I don't know how many hundreds of people over the years have asked you that exact question. And you said, I'm going to tell you what you need to do. Yeah. I'm going to tell you one thing. You got to join National Speakers Association. And I don't even know if you said join. You said come out to. I and said come, yes. talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. You told me your whole story and how you were speaking 20 times a day, five days a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. I said, where is this conference going to be? I said, I was leaving the military after 14 years, right, to yes. start my own business. So there was no paycheck coming. The, my last right. paycheck was my last paycheck, and that's it. And man, I looked that thing up on the internet, and it says San Diego, the furthest it could be outside of Hawaii. <laughs> I looked up the address, and just so happened that my aunt lived in San Diego, and she was two blocks from the host hotel. And I said, wow, right? So I bought my ticket. I paid for my registration, which was a huge stretch because you were right. You said, you probably can't afford it. But if, even if you could just be there one day, 
And I knew, I said, I'm going, I don't know how I'm going to figure it out, but I'm going. Right. So I stayed with my aunt. I walked every day to the hotel. I ate with her breakfast and dinner. And when I walked in those doors and I searched for you, you see, you're like, what girl? You don't know how many people I tell to come and none of them show up. And you showed up and you took, and just, you, just like you said, you took me around and you introduced me to so many folks and uh, those relationships that I still have to this day. And it's, it's been an amazing journey ever since, but that, that was the very beginning. That was the very beginning. And uh, I'm sure we'll get into all the different adventures here. So I want to take a moment at the moment right now. And I want to make sure everybody is hearing what you said about how you had to take a chance, how you had to go on faith without much resource. Okay. You didn't have a lot of money, but you had faith, you had a focus, and you had a desire, and you were willing to listen to mentors. And that's what I want everybody to listen to. You need to have mentors in your life. There are two ways, two ways to get to any goal, mentors or mistakes. Both will get you there if you don't give up, but one gets you there with less headaches, heartaches, and not subside your head. And that is what I've been trying to make sure everybody understands that changed my life with mentorship and having mentors. And then I've tried to pass it on to others and have mentees who can take what I've learned and use it to grow themselves. So I want to make sure we don't get past that point because that's a powerful part of this process to help you reach your destiny. Well, um, you have you have uh, become someone who I, I brag about, uh, along with uh, our buddy Della Toro, or oh, as yeah. long as our friend Simon Bailey, as long as as well as my friend, uh, the the basketball man Walter Bond, who all did the same thing, and I told them all the same thing, and they did it, and now they are all world renowned speakers who are making millions of dollars. So what we want to do is want to talk to people about. Taking advantage, we want to talk about mentorship because I believe that's a big part of all of our success. Les was my mentor, and then I became a mentor to all of you. But more importantly, I want to talk about your journey and what you share with audiences because you are hot as a firecracker all over the world, speaking and sharing your story and helping people, plus your consulting. And we want people to know about your books and your resources, as well as how they can reach you to have you speak. And we want people to grow. We want people, whether you are an entrepreneur, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a small business person, whether you are a corporate executive, those people who listen to this show and all the millennials who say, I want to get going, she's going to give you today tips, ideas, strategies, and perspectives that will help you grow your success, grow your future, grow your finances, and grow your possibilities. So I want to tell everybody to get a pen, get a pencil out, get your iPad, your iPhone, whatever you take notes on, because we're going to have a masterclass today from somebody who has done it over and over again. She wasn't just the first Black woman uh, who was a a a fighter pilot. She was not just a black woman who was a fighter pilot. She was also the first black woman on the motorcycle. She was the first black woman to be the first in her class in, in flight school. She is an achiever, but how did she get there? What's the mindset? How do you do these things over and over again? It's not by chance. It's not by happenstance. It's not luck. It's when preparation meets opportunity and you go for it. We're going to be back in a few moments. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best.
is yet to come. We'll be right back. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me. When you need me. up the phone you can call and call me, me. Are you ready to revolutionize your relationship with money? I'm Brian Ford, a financial wellness expert. And I'm Bright Dixon, an expert in positive psychology. Together, we host Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, a podcast from Truist Bank that's all about exploring the relationship between your money, your mindset, and your well-being. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or truest.com forward slash money and mindset podcast. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and podcast around the world and around the globe. And I also want to encourage everybody to go to 
winwithwilly.com, winwithwilly.com to sign up for my weekly newsletter, as well as my everyday one minute motivational messages to keep you fired up. You know, motivation by its nature wears off. That's why we do one every day, Monday through Friday. And we want you to get in and have it as a resource to help you stay motivated. Then we want you to go to winwithwilly.com, which is my major site where I have all my minor sites all listed. So you can go there and get my, my marriage site. You can get our faith-based site, our motivation for youth site, our product site, our music site, our television programming. We want you to go to winwithwilly.com and get access to all of those sites and then go in and get some of the free resources and make sure to join us every Monday night. My wife and I for our Jolly Marriage show on A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, A Jolly Marriage on Instagram, A Jolly Marriage on Twitter, and Willie Jolly LinkedIn Lives, where you can get tips on your relationships and you can access our marriage book, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. My special guest, my special guest is one of the most powerful speakers on the platform today. Bernice Armour is known as Fly Girl. Now, if you look up Fly Girl, that's all you need. You'll get access on her. All the speakers bureaus are, are buzzing about her. She's on fire. She's speaking all over the world. I mean, it was so hard for me to even get her on the show because she said, I want to do it, but I'm here today. I'm there tomorrow. I said, Lord have mercy. So I want to, uh, to, to help you get the kind of success she has had by her thinking. And I want her to expose to you what she has done and how she's done it. Now, on, on, on the earlier part, I talked about her being a fighter pilot, but she's not a fighter pilot. She just corrected me in the, in the, the break. Tell me more. What, what, what's the difference? And what did you do that was so historic? And what's the difference between combat and fighter? So combat is combat, going to fight in combat, right? So you can be a combat fighter pilot or a combat pilot. What okay. is a fighter? A fighter is a jet, like in the movie Top Gun. That okay. was Maverick. Those are called those F-14, F-15, F-18s. Those, the F stands for fighter. Okay, got right? it. Fighter jet, right? And I flew attack helicopters, baby. Uh, uh, an attack flew. helicopter, okay. That's right, that's and right. And it was a Black Hawk or what was it? What kind uh, of was it? The AH-1 Whiskey Super Cobra. Oh, that's not, hey, look, the, it look, it even sounds like it's a bad thing. <laughs> it be is, true. it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you did two tours of Iraq, is that correct? Two tours in Iraq, yeah. And so when I first uh, became a pilot, right, when I graduated from flight school, I was, of course, already a Marine. I became the Marine Corps' first Black female pilot. Then after doing two tours in Iraq, uh, I became America's first Black female combat pilot. Got it. Got it. Okay. Let's talk about your mindset because yeah. you are a person who is a, who is an achiever. Where did you get that from? Did you get it from your parents? Did you get it from your, Oh, one more thing I, I, I saw in your notes, your grandfather, your grandfather was historic. Please talk about your grandfather for a moment. Yeah. My grandfather was a, what's called a Mumford Point Marine. And they were the first black Marines to integrate the Marine Corps. Just like the Tuskegee Airmen in the Air Force, the Mumford Point Marines were Marine Corps. And mm. he went in in 1942. Wow. And, uh, yeah. He said that he didn't think he was tough enough or equipped enough to be a Marine and they were doing the draft. So he went down to the drafting station and was sure they would turn him away. And two days later, he found himself on a bus headed to boot camp. 
Wow. Wow. So so is that where you got this mindset of 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 gutsy performances about going after it, not being intimidated? Where did you get this mindset of not letting life intimidate you and to be willing to go after that, which is sometimes uh, seems to be impossible? You know what? That's so interesting. That's a good question. And, you know, sometimes when people ask you, what did you get from your parents? Well, my parents divorced when I was three and they both got remarried. Mm-hmm. And I got something from every single parent. Now, my stepmom, she was the party woman. She was wearing leggings before leggings were. Today, leggings are in style. Back <laughs> in the 70s and 80s, leggings were not in style. Leggings were what, you know, wild women wore. And she wore the leopard print, the zebra. So I learned how to party and have a good time, have fun with right. Gwen. That's my stepmom, right? And then uh, my father, I call him Mr. Philosophy. And honestly, I will, I'd say he's the one that I got my mindset from. I Mm. I remember him sitting me and my brother down and he said, there, there's this big pie and there are three pieces of knowledge. And I'll give you the first piece. You know what, you know, what do you think the second piece is? And I was like, you know what you don't know. And he said, well, that's right. What's the third piece. And I remember thinking hard and hard. I couldn't. And then my little brother, 16 months younger than me, he said, you don't know what you don't know. He said, that's right. I was like, And I was upset because he got the answer. Right. But it, it was conversations like that, sitting at my grandmother's kitchen table in the south side of Chicago, or when he talked about your work, your thoughts are powerful and your thoughts become things and your, your thoughts become your actions and your beliefs and, you know, how you use words and the energy. So all that whole realm of energy and words and power and the mindset that we harness I mean, we would go in a, a grocery store line and the clerk could have been grumpy. By the time we left that line, 30 seconds later, they had a smile on their face. Wow. Right? And to wow. this day, I do that same thing, right? When I get in the car with my Uber driver or car service, or I'm at the grocery store or the server at the restaurant, and you know, you, you feel like your server has an attitude. Well, I'm not just going to sit there and suffer. I'm going to try to be, hey, what's going on? How you doing? How you doing today? What, what's going on? And how can I make your day better, right? Um, so that was my dad. And then my mom, uh, she cared what everybody thought. And I <laughs> care less what everybody thought. So I rebelled against the judgment piece, Mm. right? And the keeping up with the Joneses and she, oh my God, your hair looks a mess, baby, comb your hair. I was like, mom. And I I don't know why I'm fighting about combing my hair, but I was. And she's like, well, baby, you you couldn't go to a job with your hair looking like that. I said, well, mom, I'm not going to work for anybody that cares about how my hair looks. (laughs) I remember (laughs) just pushing back so hard. And um, it was a training ground. And then there's my dad, my stepdad. I just call him dad. And he was a Marine, three tours, Vietnam, um, fought in the Korean War as well. And, uh, you know, he taught me about being a good person, being a stand up person, not lying. I mean, mm-hmm. if he, if there was even a hint of lie. Somebody, the belt was coming out. Okay? <laughs> I know that's not condoned these days. We don't talk about getting spankings and whippings and all of that. But back in the day when I grew up, granny had the switch and my dad <laughs> had that belt that when you saw him fumbling with that buckle, man, you better correct yourself real quick. <laughs> and I remember him holding his hands up and he was, you know, he taught me how to defend myself. And he was like, hit my hands harder, harder, harder. It's like, all right, that's how you. So I just, I got so much from all four of them on. And I feel like I'm just this whole like cake 
baked yes. Out, yes. Of, out of who they were. And, you know, they never told me I couldn't do anything. I mean, I wanted to be a cop that rode a horse downtown and my dad got me a little pony when I was six years old. Like wow. how many little girls get a pony when they ask for one? And we weren't rich. I mean, my dad worked construction, right? And then the housing crisis, then we moved to Memphis. And I remember counting pennies and nickels out of a jar to go to, to have lunch money sometimes. And sometimes there was no money in the jar, right? And my dad was an entrepreneur and it was like feast or famine, right? right? My dad right. wasn't all the best with money, right? Right, yes. how would we be with money and our financial literacy? That's probably a whole nother podcast, Dr. Jolly. Yes. But I just, I, I really got so much and the resilience and the, the tenacity and, you know, having three brothers and yeah, I had to fight, you know, my little way sometimes, or sometimes they all piled up on me or sometimes it was me and my younger brother against our two older brothers or whatever. But my dad also taught us teamwork and family and how important that was, you know, and my, my family was no shortage of hugs and kisses and cuddles. Amen. Um, so, so that makes a way. So, so, so I get a now better picture of where you came from in terms of your mindset. I love what you said that thoughts are things and they lead to your action. You know, we all love this quote that uh, you, you sow a thought, you get an action. You sow an action, you get a, a behavior, you get a behavior, you get a habit, you get a habit, you get your destiny. And so, we want to make sure people understand the power of your thinking and your inputs, how they impact your output. So you got to be careful about what you read, what you listen, what you allow into your mind. And right. that is what you have done so wonderfully. Well, uh, a question that comes to mind with your uh, development is that you went to uh, one of the things I read, you went to a art school in high school. It was a fine art school, I assume, kind of oh, like right. the fame mm -hmm. school. Right. And, it was kind of like fame. Yep. Creative and performing arts. Yes. Now, did you go there for uh, a talent or you did you go there for your academics or both? Uh, no, I went there specifically for music. So okay. uh, in seventh and eighth grade, I played the flute, but I really wanted to play the trombone and my mom didn't want me to get that ring around my lips. Then I found the trombone in the garage and I started playing it in secret because my dad was a collector of things. My mom called it junk. My dad called it treasure. Right. And uh, I would sneak out there and play that thing. And then when um, he caught me playing it one day and and there was no mouthpiece, mind you. So I'm just like, mm. and he's like, baby, put that thing down. That's a that's a expensive musical instrument. So I only played it when he wasn't at home. Right. Right. <laughs> And when I got to high school, there were no trombones in the band. And I was a huge band person at that point. I was like, what? No trombone. So I taught myself how to play. Um, the band instructor said he would give me a spot in the concert band if I earned a spot after I auditioned. So I practiced every single day and I uh, showed up for my audition and he's like, wow, that's great. Where'd you learn how to play? I said, he said, where'd you take your lessons? I said, I didn't take any lessons. He's like, well, how'd you learn how to play? I said, I taught myself. I practiced every day and I, I won a spot in the band. And the, that year, about six months later, I got, I won a spot in the um, all West band. And the next year I won a spot in the all state band, the all, all state orchestra and won a spot in the Memphis Youth Symphony Orchestra. So needless to say, that would not have happened on the flute. Right, right. But I was passionate about that trombone. So ninth, uh, tenth hold, grade, I played. Yep. Hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back with Bernice Alma. You're listening to Dr. Willie Jolly and the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And we'll be right back for sure. Because we got more to come.
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and thought it to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life or a setback is a setup for a comeback or turn setbacks into greenbacks or chicken soup for the soul or an attitude of excellence or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last and now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store, get some of the audios, the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show and podcast around the world. And I want to thank our sponsor one more time, Truist. They, they are our partner, not just our sponsor. And they believe that Better lives and communities begin with care. And if you start with care, you build a different kind of bank. And that's what they've done. That includes caring a lot about the well-being of their clients, their community, and their customers. Let me tell you what I mean. Truist is, is interested in improving the connection between your finances and your personal well-being. So they launched Money and Mindset. It's an online resource to help you build financial confidence and a healthier mindset around your money. I've spent some time with the Money and Mindset podcast. It's the real deal. They've had me on as a guest. I, just, I told them the best I had to tell them, but they said it was one of the great podcasts. I hope that is true. But you can enjoy all of their podcasts. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, look for the Money and Mindset podcast with Bright and Brian. Bright and Brian, and you'll get information to help you grow. And I highly recommend you take time and you go to truest.com. Read up about all they're doing. You'll be glad you did because when you start with care, you build a different kind of bank. My special guest is my friend, the fly girl herself, Vernice Armour, who has made history not once, not twice, multiple times. She now is one of the hottest speakers in the world. I mean, literally. Uh, real quick, uh, Vernice, where can people reach you if they want to book you to speak, if they want to buy your resources, they want to connect with you, if they just want to know more about you, where can they reach you? Come on over to the website, Bernice Armour, V as in Victor, E-R-N-I-C-E-A-R-M-O-U-R.com. And of course, you can hit me up on all the social platforms. And what's your social? Bernice Fly Girl Armour on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Bernice Armour on Twitter. But uh, LinkedIn is the best platform for business stuff. And Insta, IG, come on, that's where I have a lot of fun and we hang out and have conversation. 
And you've uh, you've got so much going on with your uh, your business, your consulting, your training, your speaking. It's very important that people know that they can reach you and make a difference in their lives by getting your information. Now, one of the things I'm impressed with is your ability to not just set a goal, but to hit a goal. You have done that, obviously, over and over again. Tell me the importance of setting goals and then how you have made those goals into reality. What are the processes? What are the ways you do it? How have you done it that could help business people who are trying to grow their success, trying to grow their wealth, and they they need help? What what are some of the things you recommend? So we stopped at that trombone story, right? And that, yeah, and go that- ahead. A great place to stop. No, and I don't even have to go. I don't even remember what I was going to say after that. It was probably rambling on with, well, you know, my stories, like I shared. And it was a vision, plan, execute, right? Vision, plan, mm-hmm. execute. And I have a five-step process, right? Create your flight plan. Where are you? Where do you want to be? Pre-flight, you mitigate the risk. And then the first step, though, you don't think about the how. It's just what do you want? Mm. You move on to the risk, the mitigation. And like if I'm pre-flighting my attack helicopter, I want to check the engine and the rotors and this. So I want to go up, have a great mission, come back down. Because it's not like running out of gas on the side of your car, right? (laughs) On the side of the road of your car. And then three is take off. You got to take off. Then four, you're in execution mode, navigating the challenges and obstacles. And then step five, review, recharge, reattack. Review mm-hmm. your successes and failures, right? Because yep. it's not good just to have a success and then not know how you got there, right? Then uh, recharge emotionally, physically, intellectually, and then re-attack. There are only two ways to succeed. That's it. That's it. Dr. Jolly, did you know that was it? Well, that's it. Go ahead. Tell me what the that's two it. ways are. The first time or again. Mm. Or again or again or that's the seek the secret of the re-attack right mm-hmm. so with that trombone you know my dad said put that thing away and then when I got to high school I saw that there was a gap they didn't have trombones I wanted to play trombones a plan is quickly formulating right and then I said okay I'm gonna practice every single day I am going to teach myself when I got to flight school it's a fire hose of information and not that a black woman hadn't tried to become a pilot in the Marine Corps. It just mm. hadn't happened yet. And for all the black students, we got together, right? We had a mentoring group and I knew I was going to need to do something more. So I got my syllabus, I got my calendar out and I said, okay, my vision was, hey, I'm graduating and I wanna graduate, I wanted to fly jets, right? So I needed a plan. So I said, every single day, I'm going to study. I got out my learning objectives and I broke down every single module. I said, said Monday, I'm going to learn this, uh, the propeller. On Tuesday, I'm going to learn the landing system. On, on Wednesday, I'm going to learn this about the engine. On Thursday, I'm going to learn that about the engine. On Friday, I'm going to learn this about the wings. And I broke down every single thing. I made flashcards. I made a mind map. I studied. I got together with people. I put myself through my own training on top of flight school training, right? Wow. Fast- and I graduated number one out of my class of 12 and number one out of the last 200 to graduate from flight school, period, when I decided to become an entrepreneur. Again, step one, what do I want? What do I really want? Right. I turned in my papers uh, to, to resign my commission. 
And then I got the approval. I had six months left before I got out. And I was like, oh, crap, I better figure out how to do this thing. Where most people, it's the opposite, you know, how, and then I'm going to take action. But it's like, no, no. And I, no, I don't recommend that exit strategy to everyone, Dr. Jolly, right? Don't just quit your job. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but that just so happened to be the road I took. And I remember saying, I don't know anything about marketing. How do I market? How do I get the gigs? How do I do this? How, uh, uh, uh. And I said, okay, I've said that one too many times. I am going to create my own marketing plan. For 90 days, I ate, slept, breathed marketing. Wow. Dr. Jolly, at the end of those 90 days, do you think I was a marketing expert, a guru? Nope. Nope, you, but I but do a you, whole lot more about marketing. But right? you knew a lot more. You weren't a guru, but you that's were it. someone who knew how that's to right. do. Okay. That's right. And that's the key. You might not have been the expert of that's all right. experts, but you knew right. how to do what to do. And you that's did right. it. Ooh, right. this is, let me tell y'all, folks, I hope y'all are getting these tips and these principles and these pearls she's dropping on you. Now, let you know, I like to pick up the pearls from the floor whenever I have a guest. Number one, she learned how to be a persistent person when she was a teenager because she did uh, the trombone learning by persistence and not taking no for an answer. And then she saw an opportunity when she got the opportunity to go to, uh, to the band. And so there was no trombone. She saw a need. Look, folks, one of the secrets to success is find a need. Look for the need. Look for the need in your community. Look for your need in your family. Look for your need at your job. Look for the need where there's a problem so you can then give a solution. And then she did the work. Come on now. She did the work. She was willing to work as a trombonist. She was willing to work in flight school. She was willing to work in the speaking industry. And that is why she has been successful. I'm saying to you folks, she gave you such great principles for growing your success by doing the things she did. Mitigate your risk. Look at, uh, take off. You got to take off. You know, get, what do you want? I can't explain to people uh, enough how important it is to say, this is what I want. Because most people, Bernice, I've learned say, well, I don't want this. I don't want that. They don't tell you what they want. They tell you what they don't want. They don't tell you, I don't want to work here. I don't want to work, do that. I don't, but they won't tell you what they do want because it's hard. It's hard. And then you've got to make a commitment. Okay. So you have built this, uh, this tendency or this process, this program. Now you've got a whole thing called gutsy. Come on, tell me what's gutsy and, and what are the principles you teach as you go around the world speaking about being gutsy? It's simple the gutsy move in your gut, you know, it's right. It takes guts to do it, but you got to take action. Period. Mm. In order to be successful, you got to get gutsy. Mm. And it's, it's, if I were to go back to those blockbuster leadership guys who passed up Netflix several times, mind you, they were like, we're going to eat their lunch. If I were to go back to, to them today and say, um, when your defining digital moment is here, mm. Are you going to be willing to make your gutsy move? You know, they were like, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not, are you willing? Will you? Right. That's the thing. Will you do it? That's right. That's it. That's it. And gutsy uh, doesn't mean uh, haphazard. Gut, like when I got out the Marine Corps, I had a partner. We had a son. My mom lived with us. I mean, I was head of household. It wasn't just some single young person going after a dream. I was a, a person going after a dream who had responsibility. Right. I had to make sure it worked. Right. Um, and, and again, gutsy isn't haphazard. It's not 
not calculated, it's it's calculated, but your gut, your leadership instinct. And that's what I talk about in corporate America, right? That right. leadership instinct. A CEO isn't just a, a data analyst on empirical data. It's mm. experience. It's their intuition. It's their instinct. Well, how do you get that though, Bernice? How do you get that 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 reliance on your gut that your gut tells you that it, that intuition? How do you how how do you get to trust it? How do you get to trust it? Is it is it part of your developing the mindset to trust it? Is it part of your uh, reading and, and 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 getting information? Is it part of your training, your development, becoming a better you? Oh, how do you get there? That's good. Uh, that's really good. Because if you were to put me on the football field or the basketball court, even though I did play women's professional football, uh, I didn't do it that long, right? My gut instinct to roll left or right, I was a running back, right? And then when the hole is going to be there, it's not going to be the same as the Kansas City Chief running back, right? right because right. experience lends to your gut and what your gut is telling you. And listening to that voice, that voice inside, right? And I'll ask people, how many of you have the voice? And a lot of people will raise their hand and everybody that I was like, well, you all have multiple voices, right? <laughs> it's the voice you can't shake. It's the one that right. wakes you up at night. It's the one, if I ask my girlfriend that she's complaining about this person she's dating, and I was like, do you really need to be with them? And I want you to give me the first word that comes to your head, yes or no. It's that first answer. It's, mm. it's why they tell you not to, not to erase the bubble on your multiple choice because mm. your gut, right, is leading you in that direction. Wow. Uh, but you got to turn the volume down on the fear because your yes. fear is the voice too. Yep. That's right. Telling you. So a lot of people yeah. say, say that's your God guidance, right? God guidance. It's your God guidance. And folks, I wanted her to say that because many of you might have heard me speak somewhere where I talk about the fact that so many people, Listen, the, three, the the vision, we talk about vision. There's, of course, eyesight, and, and that's one vision. But then there's hindsight and what happened in the past. But then there's insight and foresight. And that insight is that still small voice within us that gives us direction, protection, introspection, reflection. And fun, uh, it's a foundational part of you. It's given to you. But most people turn the volume down on their inner voice and listen to all the outer voices. You can't do it. You don't have what it takes. And you've got to stop listening to all the outer voices and start relying on that inner voice. Will it sometimes need adjusting? You got to use that inner voice. You got to use that intuition and then it will grow you. Oh, this is good. We're, we're going to come right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show with my special guest, Bernice Armour. And for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Hey 
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you. Grow your mindset. Grow your future. Grow your finances. Go to WJSpeaks.com. Dot com slash billionaire. WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and podcast around the world. My special guest is, is fly girl Vernice Armour. Wow, what a story and what a success story. But it's not by chance or happenstance. I said that earlier because she learned the principles for success and she has been able to replicate that. That's what I tell people about replication, duplication, duplicating success. She said something earlier I love. She said, after you attack, then you got to go through the steps and then re-attack, which we see on the back of the shampoo bottle. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Once you figure it out, then keep doing it. Now, Vernice, you are you are in demand for corporate audiences about leadership, about about team building, change, about building uh, success stories. What are the things you are telling these corporations, these big uh, big conventions? What are some of the principles you're sharing with them? 
So first, you have permission to engage, right? Same mm. exact words, very different emphasis. Okay. You have, I'm not giving you permission. You have it. You've always had it. And it's up to you to give it to yourself. When I was out in battle, before I could shoot my missiles, rockets, ammo to take out the target, the ground controller on the ground would say, you have permission to engage. He was clearly giving me permission and I could not release my weapons until he said that here at home, there are no ground controllers in life. Wow. You are your ground controller. If you don't give yourself permission, who will? Mm, come on, somebody. Come you on. have permission. You've always had it. And it is up to you to give it to yourself. Wow. Uh, another principle that I love is my great grandmother, because this is about mindset, right? We're talking about mindset today on the show. She would always say something good. It's gonna come out of this, right? She would ball up her little fist. It could be catastrophic, Doctor Dolly. Catastrophic. She gonna ball up those little fists, shake all over. Something good. It's gonna come out of this, right? Back wow. in the fifties, Feisty did not encapsulate who great grandmother was. She decided it was time for a new car. She drove down to the Cadillac dealership, bought a brand new car off the showroom floor. Right? This was huge. Because by herself, in the 50s, a woman couldn't even go to Sears and buy a washer and dryer set without her husband being there and his permission. Right. Great grandmother left her husband at home. A black woman drove down to the Cadillac dealership, bought a brand new caddy off the showroom floor. Two days later, it was completely totaled. Wow. <laughs> I know. But what did great grandmother say? Something good's gonna come out of this. That's right. Look, now I don't know if she said it that way. <laughs> now, great grandmother said it with conviction, conviction every time. So, my question for folks, for those of you listening to my voice right now, what's your live by phrase? What's your live by mentality? How are you navigating your everyday challenges and obstacles? Because we are master manifestors. And yes. the energy that we carry with us into a room is powerful. That's right. You, know, That's you ever right. walked into a room, two people are in there, they're not talking, but you know you just walked into something? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. The energy, it's tangible, it's palpable, we can feel it. So how are you walking around every day? And the, That's like your philosophy of life. How you right. look at, the, at life. How's your philosophy? Everybody has a philosophy. That's what I've come to the realization. In fact, I'm writing a new book called The New Theology of Achievement, where I talk about everybody has a theology of philosophy. Even people who are not believers have a theology of philosophy of how they look at the world. And so that theology, that philosophy about life impacts how you will handle the tough time. Your grandma would have something good going to come out. Or as they say in scripture, in Romans, that uh, for we know that all things work together for good for them that love the Lord and are called according to purpose. So that things that look bad are really good. My case in point, me being fired from my job uh, 30 some years ago and saying, this is the end of me letting someone else determine my destiny was the start of something good that has gone on to create a empire of some sorts in speaking and books and television and radio, because I 
took your grandmama's uh, philosophy, even though I didn't use her words, that mindset that this setback is a setup for a comeback. That's and right. your mama said, something good coming out of this. And don't worry about it. Have faith. Keep going. Be convicted about that. Be convinced about that. Ooh, that's good. Okay. Okay. Now, at every interview, uh, Vernice, every interview, I, I do the same thing. I ask this, the same question. You were coming to D.C. to be at the convention center or one of the big hotels or, or, or one of the big arenas to speak. And uh, Dee and I came and took you to lunch. And then we went over to Howard University and we went into a business class at Howard or GW or Georgetown or American, one of the universities. And they have these young, bright, excited young people who want to be in business. They want to be success stories like you. Tell them a few. You got us. If you're going to be a success in business and life, here's some things you got to do. Okay, number one, you got to show up. You mm. got to show up. So I'm gonna tell a 20 second story. I think I think I can make it in 20 to 30 seconds. Go ahead. I, I, I was behind. I was four months out of into my company, uh, but I didn't have any keynotes lined up. I was a month behind in my house note. I wanted to go to this conference that was in Atlanta. Didn't have any money. I'm living paycheck to paycheck, and. Uh, one of my buds talked me into it again, gutsy move, right? I said, all right, I'm going. I had planned on sleeping in my truck, eating off the McDonald's dollar menu and doing the hallway hustle because I did not have $2,500 for that corporate registration. Right. So I get down there, I'm standing in front of registration, knowing I don't have a name tag, but hey, I am in the building. And I remember looking and saying, all right, God, I showed up, I'm here. Gutsy move, what's yes. next? And I heard this person say, Captain Armour. And that's because the year before I was in the Marine Corps in my uniform, I was the liaison for headquarters of Marine Corps, right? He walks over, he said, hey, we didn't know you were coming. And I'm thinking, neither did I, right? Because <laughs> at that conference, I had announced I was getting out and starting my speaking career. He said, hey, we had a speaker fall out. Do you mind um, filling in for us? And don't worry, we got your hotel and your registration. Wow. What? Come on, won't he do it? So- <laughs> It was one of those conferences, too, where they fed you. So not only did I have a registration to get in, I had a little speaker ribbon, immediate, immediate credibility. And within 30 days, I had deposits in my business. Hello, business, entrepreneur, business. Checking yes. it out. Wow. And with it, that year, that first year in business, after being a month behind in my house, no, four months in, my first year in business, I broke six figures, $136,000 to be exact, right? More than I'd ever made in my life in a year. Yes. Wow. And within four years, my business had broken seven figures. Wow. You've got to show what, what if, what if people say, what if all the time with all these, ooh, what if I do it? What if this happened? What if I lose my job? What if I fail? What, what if you don't? Right. That's right. That's right. Woo, show up. Okay. That's one. Give me another one. What if you don't? What if you don't? <laughs> you got to show up. You got to show up. Number two, you have to take action. Yes. You got to take action. You can't just think about things, right? And it goes back to my, in order to be successful, you got to get gutsy. And I remember when I was part of network marketing, and most of us, we've been, we've done some kind of network marketing in our life. And right. I remember hearing procrastination on ice or ignorance on fire. Mm, come on, Sue. That's good. Ooh, that's good. Mm. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Right? That's good. Yep. 
Yo, yo, like get out there. And Les would always say, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing ugly. Yes, that's right. right. And uh, and this other one, which I just think is so, so, so good, is Dr. King. You don't have to see the entire staircase. Yes. To take the first step. Come on. Come you on. Keep stepping and stepping and stepping and stepping. And if you stumble on a step, one of my mentors, I remember him saying, a setback is just a setup for a comeback. Oh, that somebody should write that book. Somebody should write that <laughs> book, write that down, take that action. Because when you get knocked down, it's like, no, come on. You just, it took, and I know we're running out of time here. Um, to be, to, when I decided to get into the Marine Corps, I applied. The first year they didn't take me. 88% of people never apply again, Dr. Jolly. Never, wow. they go and do other things. Yes. Women could only apply once a year. I applied the next year. I was part of that 12%. Yes. They did not accept me into officer candidate school. The third year, they say third time's a charm. They right. did not accept me wow. into officer candidate school. This is the third year in. Four years in, I have no idea what the statistics are. I am an anomaly at this point. Yes. They said, this chick is not going away. I earned mm. my spot in officer candidate school and went on to go to flight school and be here with you in this moment. Oh my, again, what if? I hadn't continued to take action. The gutsy move, sometimes the gutsy moves, we end up falling flat on our face. But flat on our face was forward. And we all hear the cliche, fail forward, stand up. And um, Les says, if you you can look up, you can get up. And, you know, we have all the sayings and it's true. And it's not that, oh, I shouldn't have made that gutsy move. I regret doing that. I failed. Failure is fertilizer. The delay is not denial. You just Come have on. to keep going forward. Wow. I love it. Vernice Armour, where can they reach you? Flygirl at VerniceArmour.com. Or you Fly. can just go to VerniceArmour.com. You can hit me up on LinkedIn. You can hit me up on Instagram. Uh, I am here. But if you want to get direct contact with me, just email me. Flygirl at VerniceArmour.com. But y'all want to get her, bring her to speak for your organization, for your group. You heard already, she will transform them. Thank her so much. I want to thank again our sponsor, Truist, for being a great partner. They are committed to the community. And when you start with care, you really do build a different kind of bank. And Truist is a bank that is committed. Go to truist.com and get more information on them. And then I want to thank you all for going to winwithwilly.com, winwithwilly.com, signing up for the newsletter, staying connected to us on all the social media, and then joining us every Monday night on the Jolly Marriage Show or on YouTube, the Jolly Marriage Show on YouTube. And you go to Jolly Marriage uh, to get the books, or you can go to A Jolly Marriage on Twitter, A Jolly Marriage on Instagram, or A Jolly Marriage on all of the social, and then stay connected to us and we will help you grow your relationships, your faith, your family, your finances, and your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best is yet to come. Have a great week on purpose. God bless you. you enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope 
that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered, and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more, and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program, and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire willyjolly.com slash billionaire or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.